The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is June 24th and I'm your host, William Harris. Today we will be doing a mock draft for the for all the 14 NBA lottery teams. And yes, I said we. I'm excited to announce I have the great Ben Harrison joining me today. How are you doing today, Ben? Oh, I like that intro. I'm doing great. <laughs> yes, very good. Great, great. Tell them your uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And a little bit about yeah, your sure. uh, hoop ball raptors information yeah for sure uh yeah i'm one of the uh, the hosts of the hoop ball uh, toronto raptors show we've been doing that uh we just got started this season uh, i'm the host with uh, brendan hodgins and karen smythe um and if you're looking for us you can find us uh on twitter that's at hoop ball raptors and if you're looking for myself it's uh, at benny and the raps awesome love that name too so a lot of great content check out my man ben harrison my name is william harris so you know we could be related somewhere down the line you never know Sure. You never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you, how do you want to go over this uh, lottery selection of these top 14 picks? Do you want a mock draft going me one, you two, or start off talking about the Raptors and how lucky they got? Oh, yeah. I'd love to talk about that because that was just a huge night for us. You know, um, uh, I got a buddy who's a New York Knicks fan. and He was like, man, like uh, this feels wrong. Usually this is our Super Bowl every year. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, for the you know, for the Raptors, it was kind of the the opposite. Like, uh, you know, we're hardly ever in the lottery. Last year, we picked 29th. You know, who cares? Uh, uh, but this year, we got to get fired up. So we did do a live show the other night. Um, and, you know, coming into it, I was like, you know, I'd just be happy in the top 10. We're going to get somebody mm-hmm. good. It's such a stack draft. But then when they announced, um, you know, we were going to fall in that top four, that's when you start getting real excited. Because um, I think everyone kind of agrees. Like, this is like... You know, every year in the draft, there's like tiers, right? And in this one, I think yep. that top four is like that's one tier. And then after that, it kind of drops off a little bit, right? Exactly. A lot of people were thinking it was a top five draft, but it's, it is looking like more of those top four are standing out from the rest. So you landed in a great spot. You were positioned to probably be seventh and you moved up to fourth. So I believe you're the biggest mover of the night in a good way, you know, other than the teams that lost their draft pick. Um, I would love, I, you know, I love the Charlotte Hornets. So, you know, we had the, we got the 11th pick. Last year was our great move up. We should not have had the third pick, but we did. So I'm not surprised we stayed at 11. So we still can get a good player at 11. But uh, I'm very excited for Toronto. What type of direction do you think the team would be leaning towards? Because you're pretty good at most positions on your team. We sure are, you know, uh, but um... – I mean, I've heard a lot of people talking about, and I guess we can do this in the mock draft, but, like, there, there is a scenario where um, where uh, where Evan Mobley falls to four, right? Um, just because of the teams yes. ahead of us don't really have a need at center. And, I mean, that would be just, uh, you know, the dream, dream scenario for Toronto. We've been barking about not having a real game-changer center since, I don't know, maybe since the team ever existed. And uh, this guy <laughs> would just... You know, he would just fill the hole. He'd be perfect, exactly what we need, you know, and uh, just keep us, put us right back into contention for sure. That's exactly right. So hopefully there's no uh, trades or anything. But, yeah, I actually have Evan Mobley projected at fourth. No one seems to think that's going to happen. But, you know, it would be the best fit 
for the Raptors. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's hard to see it's hard to see Houston taking him at two, right? I mean I know mm-hmm. he's you know the number two talent probably, but uh, they just signed Christian Wood and he had like a all NBA season for them. So are they really going to bring in another guy and and do that? And then you look at Cleveland, they've got Jared Allen, um, and you think like Jalen Green's probably a real good fit there. So um, mm-hmm. you know you could see Mobley falling again, though somebody might. Maybe still sitting there, someone might trade up and, and so on. But uh, yeah, yeah, the magic but, have the ammunition to do something like that. So, we'll yeah, have that's, to see. But, yeah, that's what I've been hearing a lot. That uh, what did they end up with five and eight, right? Yep, yep, yeah. So, that's like, uh, yes, yeah, so a lot of people talking about they might swap up and move into three trade with Cleveland, but uh, we'll see what happens. But, um, do you think you guys are going to hold on to Kyle Lowry, or is it going to depend on who you select in this draft? Oof, I think there's a lot of factors there. Um, we've heard Kyle talking that, like, um, he's going to wait and see what Messiah Jiri does. Of course, our GM is a free agent as well. Um, so I think mm-hmm. he'll be the first domino. And then with Kyle Lowry, I mean, I don't think this draft lottery really was going to affect what he was going to do one way or the other. Maybe if we got the first pick, but... Um, I've been saying it all year, though. I don't think I'll be surprised if he moves on. Um, Philly, going home to Philly seems like just, you know, uh, there's a lot of things right with that. You know, they need somebody. They need to shake it up. Now Ben Simmons is available. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, some kind of signing trade with Kyle Lowry and something else going that way for Simmons. Uh, Are you looking so, forward to getting Ben Simmons? You, you want him on your team? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh I know everybody's piling on, and uh, he certainly had a rough, rough couple of weeks here. But uh, you got to think when you're only 24 years old, and Toronto's famous for like we have a great developmental system here. You got to think you bring him in here. Maybe we can get the most out of him. You know, if we can't, you know, like send him somewhere like San Antonio or Toronto, somewhere where they have a good system in place that can, uh, I don't know, that can fix this guy because <laughs> something's wrong there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do still believe in his talent, but yeah, definitely Toronto is one of the best at developing young players. You just, as a player, you just have to want to develop. I saw a story recently that said, you know, he's a difficult person. You know, his camp around him is all in his ear and thinks he's perfect or whatever. So he has to change that attitude and that'll be the first step. And then that could be a good move for you guys. So, you know, if that were to happen, you would want to shy away from point guards like Jalen Suggs. So, Y'all are in a tricky spot, depending on what happens with Lowry. Yeah, so uh, I've been saying for uh, for a while now that I think um, uh, whoever was the coach there in Philly when Ben Simmons came in, he kind of made the decision to force him into point guard. And I think we're seeing that was the wrong move, right? I think uh, if you you turn Ben Simmons into more of that uh, Draymond Green, you know, um, kind of point forward yeah. type role instead of like the guy who brings it up the floor, you know, and can't shoot. I think that's what he needs to be. So I think he could pair well with Fred Van Fleet. You know, pro- maybe not if you still have Kyle, but uh, him and Freddie, I think, could work on the floor, you know. Okay, I think so, too. So that that's very interesting. Glad to have your perspective, you know, the deep dive on the Rockets. And uh, with that being said, we'll dive into the top 14, you know, for this lottery. I'll go first. So if I stay on the odd side, you'll end up with your Raptors. So uh, obviously with the first pick, right. Went to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, I think this is an easy call. You know, first time in about 50 years that they got the first pick in the draft. And they should easily take Cade Cunningham, you know, the great prospect. A lot of people say he 
could be Jason Tatum like. Uh, I like his size at 6'8, average 20 points a game. You know, he just has all the makings of a great player. Um, he's been talked about by everyone, so there's not no need to go too deep into him because he's pretty yeah. much the one lock of the draft. You agree? Oh, definitely. I mean, he's uh, he's what 220 pounds already, uh, just mm-hmm. like all muscle. You know, at 19 years old, so, yeah, he's gonna come and he does everything. I don't think Detroit messes around with that pick. Definitely, definitely. So moving on to the Houston Rockets, we we skimmed over it a little bit earlier. If if you had the GM controls, who would you choose <laughs> with the number two pick for the Rockets? Well, if uh, if things keep going this way in Houston, that job might be available. But um, yeah. uh, I think, I mean, Evan Mobley is definitely the consensus number two, but I think they got to go another way. So I think um, I think they reach a little bit and uh, go with Jalen Suggs here. You know, um, they need a playmaker. Like Victor Oladipo didn't really work out. I think he's probably going to be walking at the end of the year. I think he. Um, he rejected their extension offer. Um, so they're going to be missing a playmaker for sure. But they've already got, uh, yeah, they've already got Christian Wood up front, uh, which is good. I know they have John Wall, but he's definitely not the future. So I think, um, yeah, I think uh, it goes uh, goes with Jalen Sugg here at number two. I have to agree with you. That's what I have written down. You know, like you said, they do have John Wall. Kevin Porter Jr. likes to handle the ball too. But I just think it'll be hard to pass up on Suggs. Uh, with his talent. So uh, moving right along to the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, if they keep the pick, you know, we mentioned a great fit for them would be Jalen Green. I have to select him with the third pick overall because I like his offensive talent. You know, with him and Sexton, if they could coexist, that's just going to be instant offense all the time. And they already have Jared Allen for the defensive presence. Uh, so I really like Jalen Green. He played in the G League uh, this year, put up some good numbers, very athletic guard. Uh, good court vision, uh, average 18 points a game. So I think he'll be a good fit for the Cavaliers. Yeah, I think agree? so too. Though, uh, <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'll say there is I think they're definitely a trade candidate, though, because I think um, a team like them, if they got five and eight from Orlando and added two good players, and I mean, they're probably looking at like Jonathan Kaminga would fit real nice in there as well. So, um, so I'd say that pick is definitely liable to be traded for sure, especially if Mobley's still on the board. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I totally agree with that. Now, moving on to the fourth pick, your Toronto Raptors. The floor is yours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so if it goes the way yeah, the go- goes the way we're saying here, then definitely Evan Mobley, no question, hands down. Guy's seven feet tall. He's 215 pounds. Um, he's the best center we've seen come along in a while. I think he's uh, he, uh, even better prospect than Aiden, better than Marvin Bagley for sure. Um, and I think he'd be just what we need. Um, I think Toronto's the kind of team that doesn't need to thrust him into a role he's not ready for either. Um, we could bring him off the bench. We could let him start in spots, but we'll have lots of backup. You probably have Ken Birch there to school him. Um, okay. Just bring him along slowly rather than uh, overwhelm him. And uh, yeah, he could just be a huge beast. He could be our you know number one or two scorer you know, five years from now, for sure. Definitely. I have a question for you. And watching some of his tapes, I see a little bit of Chris Bosch in him. Have you seen that, or you think I'm off on that? Oh, for sure. And again, uh, yeah, I was going to say the last time. Uh, so the Raptors have had two number four picks in their uh, in their history, and we got Chris Bosch, which everyone knows worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. A little better for Miami than Toronto, but it worked out pretty good for us. <laughs> and uh, the other guy was Vince Carter, of course. He was uh, 
He went number five, but we had the four pick and traded anyway. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's definitely got a lot of Chris Bosh in him, especially uh, kind of the later career Bosh where he was shooting a lot uh, from the perimeter as well. Uh, but yeah, he can block. He can uh, he can play in that low post. He can do it all. So uh, he'd be a huge win if uh, if he falls to us. I think that yeah, that'd just be a yeah, huge windfall. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad to see you uh, agree with that, and that'll be like deja vu, seeing you know a big lefty seven footer out there shooting jays for you guys, and hopefully you That's can right, hold on to lefty. this one. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, so moving on to the fifth pick, that's the Orlando Magic, the first of their two picks. Uh, this is a tough decision for me because I think five through eight or nine, they're all kind of grouped together. Really, you can go five through 13. It's all good talent. But in my watching of the film, I think I would go with Davion Mitchell. Uh, he sure. just popped off the screen for me. You know, I just I believe in his talent. I think, uh, you know, he's the best young guy out there. You know, people don't like that he's a little bit older. Um, yeah. But in my opinion, that's still that's still a young guy. And he's just going to be, you know, NBA ready. Um, you know, I don't know if he quite fits with Orlando because they have a lot of young, small guards. But for me, he's just the best young guy. Orlando is kind of stacked at every position if you look at that uh, team. Uh, you know, stacked, stacked, sort of, yeah. stacked, <laughs> stacked with young potential. So yeah, it, it, they can go in a number of different directions. So I, I surprised you with this one. How do you feel about this pick? Um, yeah, you definitely surprised me. I mean, for me, it's Jonathan <laughs> Kaminga at five all the way. Uh, I've liked his game for a long time. I think he's like the most NBA ready. Um, but you're not getting hurt with Davion Mitchell either. Um, yeah, like uh, people always stay away from the 22-year-olds, but uh, they're definitely like historically a lot more. More reliable coming out of the draft when you take a guy who's 18 19 years old you really don't know what you're getting like we've seen it with mo bamba he hasn't turned into anything um mm-hmm. in orlando and they took him when he was raw that guy could use two three more years in college for sure um yeah. so i don't he's know just probably, now starting to play pretty good right now <laughs> yeah yeah exactly they could have you know he should have stayed in but um so i don't know the problem with his age or anything but yeah you're not wrong though they've already got some um what's his name the point guard who was the, they got the Fultz, uh, RJ Hampton, and they have yeah. Uh, yeah, one more. Yeah. yeah, and um, so I don't know. I think they, they should be looking Orlando. at wing. Yeah, but again, I really think Orlando, though, they need um, what they need is a franchise face, right? That's what they're missing. They don't have that right now. They mm-hmm. never had it. They thought it was Aaron Gordon. It wasn't him. Um, they tried to put Vucevic in that role, but it wasn't him. Um, so I think for them, it makes the most sense to try and trade into that top three um, with those two picks they have. Yeah, but for, you know, just for this mock draft purpose, if you had the fifth pick for the Magic, who would you go with? You saying Kaminga? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. See, I, I just think he's so raw. Uh, you know, he played in the G League. I, I don't like guys that can't shoot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> him and Scotty Barnes. You know, a lot of people love him and Scotty Barnes, and I'm seeing, I'm like, they can't shoot, you know, but hopefully they'll develop, you know. They're all about yeah. potential. Yeah, it's a good point, especially in this day and age. Like, then um, it's not a given that we always say, like, oh, you can uh, work with a shooting coach, figure it out. Well, we've right. seen it. It doesn't always happen. Markel Fultz still can't shoot. Ben Simmons still can't shoot, you know. So you're not wrong. Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Giannis, so, um, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long has Giannis just, been uh, trying to get a shot? <laughs> Yeah, I think he works on it every time he steps to the free throw line with that routine. <laughs> yep, yep. 
So we will move right along to the OKC Thunder. You know, they dropped the most in this draft. They could have had the top pick. You know, they had a good chance that they fell to six. Could have had two picks in the top six. Only got one. So where would you go with the, you know, rebuilding OKC Thunder? Yeah, where would I go? Um, first thing I'll <laughs> say, I don't like what they're doing. And I think they got punished for it, like karma-wise, during that lottery. Because uh-huh. uh, they could have um, – they had a – scenario where they had a pretty good chance of getting the number one and the number five and instead they walk away with uh what they got the sixth pick and Kemba walker uh, great um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what are we doing here so you took uh, um you took mitchell, mitchell there yeah. um so i guess i'd be going with i'd be going with command at six then right yeah 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 and I don't mind that. I don't mind that fit with OKC because they are in a developmental stage. So he, he has a couple years to develop because the team's not trying to win right now. Yeah, that, you know, they certainly are not. They're doing everything <laughs> they can to lose. And uh, and they've already got their point guard, right? Uh, my Canadian man there, uh, <laughs> SGA. So they're yeah, set yeah. at the point. And, uh, yeah, what they need is uh, some wing talent for sure. Yep, yep, I like it. I like it. That I, I do actually think that's a great fit for him with his potential. So, moving right along, Golden State Warriors ended up with the seventh pick. Uh, in my mock draft, I might shock you again with this one, uh, but I went with Alperen Singun, uh, the big man from Turkey. You know, six foot nine, two hundred forty pounds. In my opinion, you know, seeing his tape, I see a little bit of Demontis Sabonis. You know, a talented big guy. You know, that, that might be his ceiling. But, uh, you know, he was the MVP in the Turkish League. Guys that are that good in that league tend to not fail. Uh, so I think, you know, for me, he's he's one of the rare players in this draft that can do what he does. There's a lot of point guards in this draft to do the same type of thing. A lot of raw, small forwards. He stands out to me as a different type of player. Like like I said, DeMontis Sabonis. Who would not want DeMontis Sabonis on their team? Uh, so. Uh, you know, the competition he played against, you know, is the only probably question mark in my opinion. But everything else has looked good to me. Average 19 points and nine boards a game. Uh, is that Did that shock you with that one for the seventh pick? Uh, what was the name again? Sorry, you cut out when you said the name. <laughs> oh, Alperen Singun from Turkey. Oh, yeah, you went way off the board. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's definitely off the board to be sure. Um Check out his tape. I really like him. Yeah, you've seen the tape. I mean, uh, I wouldn't knock a guy for playing in the Turkish League. We've seen, you know, a couple teams skipped on Luka Doncic for the same reason. And how did that work out for them? (laughs) Uh, That's a little off the board for me. Um, (laughs) But, uh, again, I'd say uh, Golden State's another trade candidate, I think, because they've got seven and um, they've got seven and 14 now. And uh, and they've. We've also got James Wiseman as uh, Wiseman as a trade pick who didn't really jump off the page too much for them, I don't think, in his first year. Um, so again, I wouldn't be surprised. That uh, that was one of my Raptor scenarios too. I was thinking, I wonder if uh, Golden State would give us number seven and Wiseman to move up to four, you know? Um, and we end up with maybe Davion or someone like that and Wiseman. I wouldn't say no to that at all. But, but, uh, so you just throwing Chris Boucher out the window, huh? Well, I, <laughs> I mean, we, I like what he does, but uh, we have seen, like, I'm pretty sure we just saw his ceiling, right? And he is, uh, yeah. he is, I think, 27 now, maybe going on 28. Um, so he's not as young as he seems. And, um, you know, we kind of see his ceiling. He's super small. He can't do, 
He's the kind of guy who would probably get uh, wouldn't see much time on the floor in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Uh, all right, moving right along to the second of Orlando Magic's picks. Uh, who do you have them taking at number eight? Uh, t- for so I guess uh, Scotty Barnes is still on our board here. Right? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably be the way I would go. Um, even if they got, yeah, that's probably be the way I'd go for them. Again, they just they really need some wing depth there. They need guys that can defend and like at least keep them in games. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're winning for the next year or two, um, and they can develop some of these offensive skills. But um, yeah, they need to just start developing some kind of culture or something there. Um, and I guess defense is a good place to start. You know, if you can't do the other things, uh, so <laughs> yeah. I think if Scotty Barnes fell to them at eight, uh, they'd be pretty happy there. Yeah, they're not in a win now mode, so I don't mind them developing. Also, them and OKC are, you know, in really <laughs> they have a lot of young talent, but they're in really bad shape. So I mean, they're gonna have to make some moves eventually, get some veterans in there or something because it's it's interesting the way their direction is going. <laughs> but uh, I like that pick. Uh, yeah, interesting is a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving along to the ninth pick with the Sacramento Kings, uh, I went down the board a little bit. Also on this one, I went with uh, Kai Jones. He's my ninth-rated prospect, uh, the six-ten big man from Texas. Uh, he's a great shot blocker. Even shoots threes. Very instinctive. Very athletic. Uh, you know, I think you know. In one play of the highlights, I saw Kay Cunningham was trying to drive on him, and he stole the ball from Kay Cunningham. So that tells oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at 6'10", and he can do that. I, I really like uh, his potential. And I think he'll be a good fit for Sacramento, you know, even though they have Bagley and Holmes. Uh, it's, it's probably time to move on from Bagley. I think so, too. Bagley's been a huge bust. And, I mean, everyone always talks about that uh, Trey Young for Luka Doncic trade, but everyone forgets. It's like, yeah, Sacramento had number two. They could have had either one mm-hmm. of them, probably. <laughs> and yeah. um, they went with this Bagley guy. Um but uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think it would be wise for them to move on from him. And I think uh, I believe Rashawn Holmes is a free agent too. Um, but yeah, they're going to need some help. And I think a lot of we got a lot of good NBA talent that's come out of that Texas team. Um, Definitely. Yeah, so I think that's a good pick. He's got that big wingspan too. Um, not quite like Mo Bamba, but uh, something close. So yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> pick for sure. All right, moving right along to the New Orleans Pelicans. They are a tough team to figure out as well. What direction you're going with them in the tenth pick? Yeah, they might be about to lose Zion, right? Just see that. <laughs> <laughs> they might be about to lose the whole team. I heard also. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's probably gonna. Yeah, I, I can see them going to Seattle. They just got the hockey team there as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that goes down, which is a shame for sure. But uh, that's a yeah. football town, you know. They. Uh, they don't yeah. care so much about the ball. I, I remember my buddy. Uh, my buddy went to a game, and in Toronto, we're used to paying like two hundred bucks for bad seats. He was in New Orleans. He got like seventh row for like eighty dollars or something. You know? Wow. But uh, yeah. But uh, that was so that was with Zion there. No, no, that was before Zion. But okay. They still, had, uh, they still had Anthony Davis though. But. Oh wow! Hey, that's just the same. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but uh, so they're another young team, um, mm-hmm. and they just got rid of their coach, so it's going to be a while before they start winning. So, I mean, they kind of just take the best player on the board, I would think. Um, uh, so, for me, I you know, they've already got Ingram. Uh, that's your big wing. They've already got uh, Lonzo. I assume they're going to be keeping him. 
he looked pretty good last year. Um, so I guess uh, something at the two spot wouldn't be bad. So I'd probably go with Keon Johnson here. Um, uh, they don't need a guy who shoots 20 times a game. They've got enough of that on the team. So I think Keon Johnson would be a nice player. Um, does a lot of uh, good things with the on-ball defense. He's definitely a high-energy player. Um, a lot of athleticism for a 19-year-old, which is always great, even though they've got a lot of that on that team. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think he's got a lot of room to grow, and they've got time to let him do it. So, yeah, I go with uh, my man Keon, yeah. I like it. I like it. I think that's a – they do need the shooting guard probably the most. You know, they have to kill Alexander Walker, but, you know. Another Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Will he develop it to the number, you know, you know, the, a starter for them or just be better off as a sixth man? We'll have to see. So that'll bring yeah. some competition regardless. So I like it. Uh, did you say Nikhil um, is a Canadian? Uh, pretty sure, yeah. I hope I'm not making oh, that wow, up. Oh, wow, I didn't even know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give him uh, a shout out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, moving along to the Charlotte Hornets, my Charlotte Hornets, you know, but I'm still unbiased, but Charlotte Hornets at number 11. Uh, I think probably the best player on the board right now is Jalen Johnson from Duke. I think he'll be a good fit for them. He only played 13 games this year and uh, left to, you know, do his own thing. We don't really know why he left, but, you know, I think he'll be a great fit for them. He's 6'9", 220, uh, average 11 points only. So, I mean, you wish he would have did more 11 and 6. I think if he would have finished the season, he would have kept developing. But in my – Review of the film on him, he looked pretty good. I would say you probably compare him to like a Brandon Clark uh, for Memphis. Uh, and I think he'll be, you know, talented enough to compete with, uh, you know, P.J. Washington. Uh, you, you could just play P.J. and Jalen Johnson and just forget about the center position, really, for Charlotte. Uh, if, <laughs> you know, if Ty Jones is off the board or any other center, true center is off the board that you're not interested in. How do you feel about that one? Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, they got what? They got the... Um... Lamelo there, he's what six six. Uh, Gordon Hayward six eight. Yeah, he could just have one of those uh, like the Hampton Five, just everybody six 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 eight, no center. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. They're another team. I wouldn't mind seeing trade the pick though, because they got a lot of young talent in there. I'm not so sure yeah. they need another lottery pick. Um, so if some trade comes up, like I don't know if you can, you know, some scenario, maybe the nine pick and Hayward for CJ McCollum, something like that. I think that's something they want to do, but. Um, uh, yeah, but, I wouldn't uh, mind CJ McCollum at all. <laughs> so yeah, 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 who wouldn't? But uh, other than that, yeah, I think Jalen Johnson, uh, I think that's for sure the pick. Uh, if he's still on the board at 11, for sure. Right, right. I mean, he's hometown from Duke, so even though I oh, hate yeah, Duke. Oh, right. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Carolina guy. So, uh, But moving on right along to the San Antonio Spurs with the 12th pick, they have an interesting squad, too. A lot of point guards on that team. Who are you rolling with for the Spurs? Uh, for the Spurs, let's see. Uh, you took Kai Jones there. He's gone. Ooh, tough one for the Spurs. They like to develop guys, yeah. too, so they don't mind that raw talent. Um, uh, maybe I'd go with uh, uh, Moses Moody, I think, for the Spurs. would be That's a nice a good pick. pick. Yeah, pick. yeah. Um, you know, he can already shoot. Um, like you said, you, you kind of want to, especially the Spurs, they avoid the guys that can't shoot. Um He's got the size. He's already, yeah, 210 pounds. He's a young buck, too. He's only uh, 18 as we speak today. And, um, yeah, he's a long guy. What am I looking at? Yeah, he's 6'6 six, six with a 7'1 wingspan, so his arms are touching the floor. And um, so, yeah, I think he'll be – that's a Spurs kind of 
kind of player, right? He can shoot, he can defend, he can fill in on it. Like he doesn't need to be a superstar team mentality, all that. So of course they're going to have a new yeah. GM for the first, uh, uh, the first time. I think, right? Oh no, that's Dallas. Sorry. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Same state, but yeah. yeah <laughs> they yeah, might need a new say, GM. Yeah. They might, you know, I don't know how long Pop is going to stay around, but when he leaves, I'm sure they'll clean house. You think? I think they might just turn it over to Becky Hammond and call it a day. But uh, That's true. That would be a good decision. Yeah, yeah. But like uh, yeah, her. for me, uh, San Antonio, number 12, Moses Moody from Arkansas, for sure. I like it. I like it. Uh, moving right along to the Indiana Pacers. Uh, they have the 13th pick in the draft. And I think with that pick, I'm going to go with Sharif Cooper. Uh, six, well, it's debatable his height. <laughs> six one is what he was listed at. Recently, yeah, did you say six twelve? <laughs> right. Recently announced he's six four. Uh, so the point guard out of Auburn. Uh, in my opinion, he was falling to around twenty or so in most mock drafts, but with his height, uh, being six four, that was pretty much the only knock to him was his height. So. That makes him, uh, you know, a top-tier point guard that's potential to go in the lottery, in my opinion. Uh, you know, super fast, uh, average 20 points a game, four rebounds, eight assists. I mean, he, he's one of the point guards that average uh, the most assists in the, um, college this year. Incredible court vision, uh, explosive. I just think that'll be a great fit for Indiana. That's probably the position they need the most is point guard. You know, they have T.J. McConnell, but he's more of a safe backup. So. I think this could really push Indiana to playoff contender, you know, if he develops like he is expected to. How do you feel about that one? Uh, I actually really like that pick. He's not someone I would have considered that high, but uh, it actually makes a lot of sense. Um, and, you're, hey, you're talking to someone who's a Raptors fan. We love our small guards, right? Kyle Lowry is <laughs> one if he's standing on his tippy toes, and Fred Van Fleet sure. is going to be 5'10 on a good day. <laughs> so Is he 5'10? Uh, I thought it, he was like 6'1 also. Oh, no, not quite. I don't think. No, wow. he's probably 5'11 and a quarter or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so they worked out okay for us. And we were, those are guys that you were able to get later in the draft or drafted um, because of their size. But, um, but yeah, I've seen so much Reef tape. He does look good. Like, he can really, um, he's a pro ball player. He looks like it anyway. Like, he can, he can play actual point guard, you know, not just the modern uh, chuck it up from the logo stuff. He can, he can run an offense. Um, not unlike Ty, uh, like Tyrese Halliburton um, last year, who um, mm-hmm. I heard you mention in your last in your first show there that uh, you couldn't understand why he slipped, and I couldn't either because uh, you watched him last year in college, and um, he was just one of those few guys that could do it all, like actually run an offense, actually shoot from three, and, and yeah. uh, I guess he was a little older, a little smaller, whatever, but uh, everyone slept on him, and he worked out great. So I think Sharif Cooper could be a, a similar thing. Yep, yep. So that'll be a great pick for the Pacers. All right. With the last pick of the lottery, the Golden State Warriors second selection. Who do you have them taking? The pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, good question. Pressure's on for whoever gets drafted by that team, too. You know, like they're that is look, true. They, yeah, they, they want to win a championship next year. Not uh, So if you're a rookie and you can't cut it, you're going to be riding the bench, you know? <laughs> so. mm-hmm, definitely. But uh, so where are they going to go? I mean, I could see them doing the draft and stash kind of thing, you know? Taking a guy from overseas, letting him uh, let him work over there. Um, one guy I like a lot is Zaire Williams, um, and again, he's a little raw, so he might not see a ton of time with them next year, at least. Um, but um, but yeah, Zaire Williams I like a lot. He's six foot nine. Uh, he's got that big wingspan. 
I'm not the biggest dude. He's gonna have to grow, you know, hit the weights, hit the uh, hit the buffet, all that stuff. But he's only 19. Um, but uh, yeah, he's definitely athletic. He can play defense. Looks like one of those guys that could be three and D. And uh, as we know, Golden State needs supporting rotational pieces. They don't need big time starters. So I think he fit in nice. Uh, you know, Draymond's not getting any younger, so you know they will need a backup for his <laughs> position soon. You know, so that's you know that could work out. Yeah. I know he's already yeah, started I mean, working on his uh, like post uh, career broadcasting uh-huh. broadcasting <laughs> career. Yeah, he's gonna be good at that too. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like that pick. I think another guy they can look at. You know, they're known for the three ball. Corey Kispert. Uh, you know, the six seven shooter yeah, small there. forward. Yeah, yeah, out of Gonzaga. I mean, he could just flat out shoot the ball. So that would just be another deadly option for Golden State. If they wanted to go that route, but you know they got a lot of options. They do, and again, another team, definite trade candidate, right? They're going to yep, be busy yep. day for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that that covers the top fourteen. Is there any one or two players that we didn't mention that you want to give a shout out to that you really like uh, in this draft? Uh, well, you covered Corey Kispert. Um, I know a lot of guys are high on. Uh, I'll probably get his name wrong. Franz Wagner. Um, I don't think I think yeah. we left him off the board. Um, he's another guy. Got a lot of game. I uh, played for Michigan last year. Had a had a pretty good year. Um, but uh, you know, I think he might slip a little bit just because he lacks that high end um, high end ceiling. Like he's not super athletic. He's not super quick. Um, mm-hmm. And unless you're Luca, those things hold you back. So. <laughs> you're right. Right. Or or they'll move him up, and people say, "Well, Luca does it, so you know." Luca did can't. it, yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> right? But I, I would not suggest going that route. <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither. Okay, great call, great call. I think uh, if there's one person I would call out, I would say James Booknight, um, the guard out of UConn, uh, average right. nineteen yeah. and six. Yeah, I really like his offensive prowess. You know, I think he can be very productive in the league, be a good little shooting guard. You know. Possibly point guard, you know, you never know, but uh, he has a great, he's a great shot. You know, I think he has a total package on offense. So he's somebody that should go in the top 20 as well. Yeah, I could see him coming in like, uh, like quickly or something next year and just uh, kind of surprising yeah. people. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, um, that was a recap of the top 14, our little mock draft that we did together, me and Ben Harrison. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Give them your social one more time before we get out of here. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me on, and best of luck with this new show. I hope it goes really well. Um, yeah, Thank again, you. you can find me. I'm on uh, at least once a week during the off season, and uh, that's at Hoopball Raptors. Um, you can find us on Twitter, but the show's on uh, Spotify and iTunes and uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, if you're looking for what I have to say, it's on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Benny and the Raps. That's right. Great follow. And I didn't say my social, but, you know, it's at William is Bill. So, you know, check us both out. You know, if you like the podcast, you know, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And Ben, we will definitely have you back on, you know, after probably before, but definitely after, you know, the Raptors make that selection. We'll see how good they fit, you know, with your team and if you like the pick. Yeah, for sure. And uh, next time we got a Hornets, uh, the Hornets come to town. We'll have to have you on. Hey, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. So we'll, we definitely can do that. Thank you all for listening. And this has been the All Rookie Podcast. Thank you so much. Have a good night.
Peace. Take care.